What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoop Life Podcast. If this is your first time listening, my name is Bob, and we'll say welcome. Today, guys, today is actually Tuesday, and you know what that means. Every single Tuesday during football season, we give you guys a reaction video. I know it's supposed to be an overreaction Monday, but honestly, honestly, guys, I got a little bit tired of missing the Monday night games, given the fact that there was two Monday night games on back-to-back weeks. So it kind of ruined my flow because I missed like two important games each week that I couldn't talk about. So we're going to start doing this on Tuesdays. We're going to drop it at Tuesday night. We're going to be dropping a Tuesday reaction, Victory Tuesday, slash just a breakdown of, of general reactions of what we got for the given week of the NFL season. Now this week, it's week four. We had a lot of things we need to talk about, but we're going to break it down real quick. I like to keep these podcasts short. And, you know, I like I like uh, you guys following us on social media, on Instagram and the Stoop Life in Facebook and giving me your reactions of the week, too, because uh, these, these podcasts, my reactions have gotten a lot of steam from you guys, a lot of reactions from you guys, whether you agree with me or whether you don't agree with me. So if you guys are not following us on our Facebook group or our Instagram Please be sure to go follow us. Uh, the easiest way to get to the Facebook group is simply to go to the Instagram at Stoop Life Sports. Follow us there. Click the link in the bio. It'll lead you right to the Facebook page. If you guys do not have Instagram, just go to Facebook, type in the Stoop Life, everything sports and fantasy football, and follow us on there because we've got a lot of stuff coming on there. So let's just get to it. Let's go break it down right from Thursday Night Football. Thursday night football, my overreaction is the Lions are going to win the Super Bowl. Because last week, guys, I said Green Bay was going to win the division, and the Lions just came out on Thursday night football and put a whooping on their ass. Like, literally a whooping. They killed them. Not only did they put a whooping on them, I think they impressed a lot of people. They looked fast, athletic, and composed. On both ends of the football. When's the last time we were going to sit here and tell everybody that the Lions had a good defense? Well, they've been one of the best defenses in football so far this year. So, Lions are legit. Now, listen, guys, I'm not going to say they're actually going to win the, the Super Bowl, but they are one of the top teams in the NFC. They ain't there yet with, with the Packers. I mean, not the Packers. They beat the Packers. They're not there yet with the Niners or the Eagles. But who's number three? Honestly, like, why is it not them? You know, they're three and one. Why not? So I, I honestly think the Detroit Lions are a team to they're gonna be reckoned with this year. As for Green Bay, y'all got work to do. I'm not gonna say you're done yet. I'm not gonna say you guys stink. Jordan Love sucks because honestly it was a Thursday night football game. Coaching needs to get better. Play calling needs to get better. You need to give Aaron Jones the ball, okay? You got you gotta give Aaron Jones some check downs. Paul, Stoop, I know you're watching. Give Aaron Jones the fucking ball. And A.J. Dillon, stop being a little bitch. You're too talented to play like that. I want to sit here and overreact and say Green Bay's done, Dillon's done, but I'm not going to say that because that was the first week that they had their full roster. Well, weapons, not their line, but their weapons on offense. And it was a Thursday night football game, so I'm throwing it out. I hate Thursday night football games. I think it's a money grab. I think it's a terrible week. They're coming off of a big win, Green Bay, to go to that. It's like, nah, I'm not judging them. 
Not judging them. But you know who I'm going to judge? I'm going to judge the Atlanta Falcons because they have a problem. You got the highest drafted tight end of all time in Pitts, and you do not use him. You want him in the block? Listen, y'all need, y'all need to either trade him or you need to get rid of your sorry sack of shit quarterback because that guy looks like he's playing in the 60s and he's a checkdown guy who literally can't throw the ball past five yards. And the problem is, I'm not saying you can't be a quarterback in this NFL and be like that because look at Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's checked down Susie and they're 4-0 and the dude is balling. But this guy doesn't throw to the right players either. Why are you not doing more checkdowns than fucking Bijan? Why are you not giving Pitts the ball? Why is Drake London getting five targets a game? That's it. For fantasy football people, Kyle Pitts... Everyone's saying to cut him because the backup tight ends are getting more points than him. It's pathetic. Trade Pitts or trade Rid- Ritter and get go get Kirk. Why not go get Kirk? Kirk Cousins on a, con- a contract year. He cannot be franchise tag. Minnesota right now is one and three. If they lose another game, why not trade for him? Justin Fields finally had a good game so far. He had a great game. But Chicago stinks. Literally, you could put 50 cents down on Chicago to win a single game this year, and you'll win 100 grand back. That's not a real number. I'm just saying that's how bad they are. They are literally horrible. Not only are they horrible on both sides of the ball, but they're horrible in coaching. They're horrible in management. Why not trade for him, Atlanta? Because I promise you guys, if you had fields, that offense is going to be completely different. I'm not saying fields is great. Or phenomenal, but I do think Justin Fields is getting a bad rap because of the situation he is in in Chicago. You you swap him on teams, give him that talent. Why not? Because there's one thing Chicago doesn't like to do. They don't like to run the rock, and they don't like to win games. Atlanta actually wants to win games, and they actually run the ball. So why not trade for Kirk or trade for Fields? How about the Bills? Did you guys know now that Allen, Josh Allen, is 10-2 against Miami? We didn't talk about that stat enough last week when we were talking about this game because everybody was so fixated on that 70-piece that Miami put up. But literally, Josh Allen owns Miami. He, He literally owns Miami like Detroit owns Green Bay or Green Bay owns Chicago. Like There are certain organizations in the NFL that certain teams and players own. Well, he owns them. Are they the best team in the AFC? Absolutely they are. Does that mean they're going to win the AFC? Absolutely it does not. Because the fact that the Bills play like this doesn't mean anything. It's week four. It don't mean shit. Because they play like that a lot of times throughout the season. Everybody scratches their heads and says, wow, this team's unbelievable. But they got to continue to play like this throughout the entire year. And as for Miami, don't sweat it. Sometimes when you get punched in the fucking face like that, it's good for you. It's good for you, especially in your ego. Because you guys, especially Tyreek Hill, talking all that shit like you're, you're the best player, the best team ever. I like that talk because I want to hear that. I want the confidence. But sometimes players like that need to get smacked in the face to come back to reality so they continue to play. And they continue to prep. They continue to heal and train. I think that's what Miami's going to do. Miami will be fine. Let's talk about the NFC North. What the fuck is going on there? Joe Burrow's playing like shit. I don't care if he's hurt or not. I know he's hurt. The guy looks like 
He looks like Riddler. Hell, Riddler's actually better than him. Did you know last week that Derrick Henry had more touchdown passes than Joe Barrow? I don't know if Joe Barrow's just trying to get paid more per win or paid more per touchdown pass or he's not playing well or what because the guy just signed the highest contract ever and he's playing the worst quarterback play in the entire NFL. A lot of frustration over there in Cincinnati. Fantasy football owners that got Joe Burrow, I feel your pain. Don't cut him. Don't let him go. Keep him on your bench. If you can get somebody else, pick him up. How about the Browns? A game-time scratch for Deshaun Watson. Now, I'm talking about this because I think another quarterback who's getting paid good. Medically clear to play, and you decide not to play. Hmm. It kind of sounds like Kawhi Leonard over here from the NBA. Just wants to sit out and extend his games. But, hey, whatever. They got blown out. It is what it is. Now you got Miles Garrett hurt. Got a foot injury. But luckily for them, they got a bye. The Ravens got all these injuries, and you're winning. Now you won great this week. They've been up and down so far this year. I think, is it going to be the Ravens' year? Earlier in, the, earlier in the year, I say, yo, they, they got a chance. If I was betting on the odds, I like the Ravens' odds. I still like them. As for the Steelers, man, I don't know, I don't know what you guys are going to do. Run the fucking ball. Get some linemen in there and run the ball. Play hard-nosed football like Pittsburgh's supposed to be. How about those 4-0 teams, though? We got the Niners and we got the Eagles. Now, which team's better? Obviously, I'm from Philadelphia. It's a Philadelphia-based podcast. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to say the Eagles. But no, in all reality, with Jerry Jones, I think the 49ers should be the favorite to win the Super Bowl this year. I think they're the best 4-0 team. Not because I think they have the best overall team, but I think they have the best overall system and talent. That didn't make sense. What I mean is they have the best parts to run the system. So what I mean is like they run the system and they just plug and play. Whereas the Eagles look out of sorts right now. They're winning the games. They're 4-0, but they look out of sorts. They're not like the, like, uh, the Niners don't have a new coordinator on either side of the ball. The Eagles got one on both. They're winning right now based off of talent. So unless they actually fix the system that they're running on, I don't know. I don't know because the defense is giving up a lot of passes, a lot of passes through the middle, a lot of deep passes. They need to fix it. 49ers right now, they haven't been tested at all. The last thing I want to talk about, guys, is how about the fucking rookies this year? First off, we got to talk about Puka Nakua. This guy is absolutely balling. He's rookie of the year right now. Unbelievable. Rookie of the year. He's number one in catches through four games. And he's number one in catches through five games. So he doesn't even got to play next week. And he still has the number one ever through four and five games played in a career for any player ever. He's also outpacing the two highest receiving guard seasons ever in Cooper Cup and Megatron at 431 and 423, respectively, with Puka having 501 yards. He has 39 receptions, which is nine more than Bolden. Anquan Bolden had his rookie season. And it is five more. 34 for Reggie Bush had through five. 
And as for yards, he's almost 50 yards above what Bolden had through four games. Bolden had 464 yards. Puka has 501. Getting this guy to keep it up. And if this guy does keep it up, what does that mean for Cooper Cup? Listen, guys. I think the Rams will be dumb if this dude, if they think this guy has the potential to be this good, why would you keep Cooper Cup? Injury-prone guy, injured right now, why not try to trade him? Who's going to go get him? 4-0 teams. Which one's going to get him? Cowboys going to get him? Eagles, go get him. Now let's talk about C.J. Stroud. Unbelievable. He's the number two player all time through four games in yards, and he's the only quarterback ever through four games started at six touchdowns and zero interceptions. This dude's balling. This dude has proven that he is not afraid to get hit. He's not afraid to make a big play. He's not afraid to run the ball when he needs to. And he can make the throw. Stroud is balling right now. Nobody expected him to look this good or the Texans to look this good. Not going to say it's going to keep up, but hey, I like it so far. Keep it at quarterbacks. How about AR5? Anthony Richardson coming back from 23 unanswered points. This dude is a beast. I love Lamar. I think Lamar is a hell of a player, but I think this guy does a lot of things better than Lamar does, and he's a rookie. There's probably only four, maybe five quarterbacks in the entire NFL that can do everything that this guy can do. So Indianapolis, keep him safe. Protect that line because I don't want to see another Indianapolis Colts quarterback end early because y'all don't protect him. Don't make him be Andrew Luck because this guy actually doesn't have the potential the same as Andrew Luck did, but in a different way he does. And the final final one, Acne from the Dolphins. Proven to be a running back number one. Last week, fantasy owners all over the world, including myself, were pissed that we cut him or we left him on the bench when he scored, what, 50? Well, this week, guys, 101 yards and two tutties. Proved that he was not a fluke. Because against the Bills, you're doing that against the Bills. You're doing that against a good team, especially when you're supposed to be throwing the ball. So this dude is there. The rookies are here. We got a lot of great players so far this year. And my final thing for this podcast is this. Brandon Staley, you suck. Y'all ever watch that Kurt Angle when he walks out? He's like, you suck. I mean, every single time that Brandon Staley, like, comes into the stadium, the Chargers should be cheering that. This guy thinks he's playing Madden. Yeah, you got an electrifying offense and quarterback. But back-to-back games, you go for it on fourth down in your opponent's area and give them a chance to win. Like, you just punt the ball deep. Luckily for him, back-to-back weeks against the Vikings and against the shitty Raiders, his defense bailed him out and got an interception. But what if it flips the other way? You're gone. You're fired. Keep playing like that and you're going to get fired. But hey, I don't think he's going to change up his game. It is what it is. But all right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode for the day. I'll be back later. Give you guys more podcasts, more content to talk about. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 